With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Well, greetings, Imagination Connoisseurs. Once again, it is I, your Duke of Dope Discourse, your master of fun and wonder, your viceroy of verisimilitude. And, of course, John Campy calls me your existential Mr. Rogers, Robert Meyer Burnett, and I'm here with issue 16 of the weekly here on you. Who else I'm here with? The person you came to see. That's right. The Enchantress of Effervescence bringing in 2023 looking cute as all heck. Oh, thank you. Chris Carr. I got a new planner. I'm really excited about it. Look how big it is. Wow. Are you going <laughs> to fill that with plans? Yes. Nefarious plans? Always. Super villain-esque plans? What other ones would I do? Well, that's good because I'm expecting to see world domination. That's the 2023 year goal. I'm going to manifest it. I, you know, don't say that. Mm. Make it happen. That's what it is. Don't manifest, manifest it. That's you know, you do or it. do not, there is no try. That's, but that's what I'm doing. All right, as long as you're doing it. Okay. Um, you know, this is, can you believe it? Issue 16. I know, and in a new year. Weeks. We made it into a new year doing this show. I made it through the wilderness. You made it through who? The wilderness. <laughs> Didn't know how lost I was until I found you. Uh, it's true, and that's yeah. why we're doing this show together for 16 weeks. Yes. Uh, you know what's really exciting? What? It's really exciting, Chris, mm -hmm. when a character that... A, a, a superhero or supervillain does not actually originate in the pages of a comic, mm -hmm. but actually originates, say, in animation, like yeah. someone like Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. And then Harley Quinn somehow miraculously finds herself in the pages of a comic book. Well, that's happened again, but this time it's live action. Yes, it is. We have our first, I guess, would this be a first live action MCU character that is going from the big and the small screen to the pages of a comic. I think so. Yeah, we've got Darcy showing up now. Wow, Darcy is, where is she showing up? She is showing up in the new iteration of the Scarlet Witch, which is very exciting. Not only does Wanda have a glorious new costume, instead of having a cape, it's her hair that kind of dissolves into stars. Yeah, well, Ooh. I kind of love that. It's incredible. But we've got Darcy showing up in here. So in this new version that's going to be debuting, we have Wanda who owns a magic shop, which is what I love in Marvel comics that I think they do really well of just not only are they superheroes, they have day jobs. They have everyday things they need to get done, businesses to be run, that sort of thing. Well, when you don't have Tony Stark paying your bills, no, you got to do something. You got to pivot. You got to make that income. And, you know, I, 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 I would I would learn magic if Wanda uh, had a magic shop that I could go buy stuff from. Yeah, I think anyone would. I'd be the annoying dude always hanging out like mooning all over <laughs> i would do better than that yeah what would be I, your go-to line in the magic shop uh, uh wow i'd have to think about that but mm. it would be something along the lines of i'd like to pull a rabbit out of your hat oh how about that whoa i don't even know what it means uh well I, me neither <laughs> but that's the first thing that popped into my mind Perfect. you know it's yeah. been a long time since i've been out uh, uh, in the bar scene coming mm. up with witty repartee at the drop of a hat same so it's tough. I don't think I ever thrived there. No, I did. I, I was very Liz Lemon about it, where I was just like, do you want to buy me mozzarella sticks? I don't know. Like, why are we here? <laughs> as long as there weren't sour cream on Exactly. Cream oh, no. Disgusting. But yeah, we've got the Cat Dennings character coming in here. There she is in the corner over there hanging out with Wanda and Pietro. And kind of looks like Cat. That's pretty good. 
very excited to see her rendering. I in like here. this art, by the way. I, I think it's really, really cool. Really it looks good. really lovely. So I'm excited to see her. Do you think this means we will have more crossovers from these live action characters showing up in the comic books? I think so, because in that in that crossover they did with the Avengers, the X-Men and the Eternals, they leaned into the movie Eternals characters. I mean, it kind of makes sense. I, I understand there's got to be some synergy there. Yeah. I mean, look, as far as I'm concerned, I honestly don't care as long as we continue to get great comic stories. The synergy is fine, and I understand from a brand perspective why they do it. Mm -hmm. But what I want is great comic book storytelling. As always, great characters and a great story. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's going to be nice to have this kind of you know, voice of dissent a little bit in here because Darcy is usually there to kind of point out how absurd everything is. She's us in the audience watching something. And so I think this will be a nice addition to, you know, the absurdity of Wanda's life. I do too. And I also, I love this character. I hope they do more with her in the live action. Same. I mean, I want, she works for Sword now. I, I, I Making X-Files-esque. Yes, X-Files. the spinoff with Agent Wu. I want that. I do too. That'd be great. You know what? Actually, I kind of want. I didn't know I wanted it, but I kind of want it now. What? The new Batgirl movie that we're not going to see because, as you pointed out to me, mm-hmm. that Leslie Grace revealed her final Batgirl costume, yeah. and you were saying it was comic accurate. And I looked at it, and I'm like, this is pretty dope. It's really, really cool. It's that more modern version too, where we've got Barbara in, you know, the boots and everything with her yeah. utility belt and everything. I love how this looks. I, I did see somebody post how it looked like that um, that character Bible Man. Oh. And I did did get a good laugh out of that. But I really, really think this was cool. And it just adds to the kind of heartbreak I've experienced going, I really wanted this movie. And I'm I'm so curious as to what it was. Because for me, everything I was hearing about it was firing on all cylinders. I know we've heard the rumor mill of it was a little too CW or maybe it was just because they only wanted to do these big theatrical releases or maybe it was just for tax purposes. You know, the world may never know. But this looks cool. Yeah, and and remember, this is in a brightly lit room. It's not lit to be cinematic. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure that they did a lot of camera tests to settle on that actual color of purple. Yeah. But to me, it it, it was more interesting than the kind of windbreaker style suit that we saw her standing in and i think she looked great in it and i you know i i, I there I, you there can see is, yeah. i really like this detailing and Plus all enjoying that. crafty yeah i you know get right it, there Leslie. she is enjoying crafty i i do like this the kind of armored suit I, I i really would like to have seen this in action and to be honest i wouldn't have mind having a hot toy figure of this right honestly that was one of my first thoughts was yeah, this is going to be such a cool it, figure yeah i don't know about the gauntlets the kind of flesh colored yeah. gauntlets but you know, I'm, I am sorry we're not going to get to see this movie. I mean, mm-hmm. how bad could it have been, really? In a world where we have Morbius. I and just, Catwoman. And Catwoman. Catwoman. Oh, gosh, that Catwoman is abysmal. Oof. It's not good. And, and Sharon Stone's in it. And to me, that's like that That Sharon Stone can do no wrong. Except that. Even when she does. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I, but I would have liked to have seen that. So. Same. Uh, we're not going to see it. But let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Are there other female characters that you would like to see frontline a movie, top line, be a, as a, in industry parlance? Ooh. If you could, if somebody said, "Okay, Chris, mm-hmm. give me one or two female characters that you would love to see." Oh, Zatanna. Oh, I love Zatanna. I think she'd be amazing. I would love to see Huntress front and center done well. Um, I thought Mary Elizabeth Winstead did a great job with her. I'd like to explore that more. Um, are we talking specifically DC? Well, no, no, no just any? anybody. Any? Ooh. I mean, 
you know. I love Kitty Pride and Rogue. Love Rogue. Uh, well, we, we've seen those, but we've I'd, seen like, to them, see, but I'd I... like to see if they do, well, when they do X-Men, Kitty mm-hmm. Pride should play a much, I think, bigger role. Yeah. Front and center. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't Lockheed. know if we keep her a, a teenager because we've seen that done so many times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I would love to see her like working at like the Baxter building and being very bothered by Johnny calling her Kitty and being like, no, that's the name I used when I was a kid. Shut the fuck up. That I, I, yeah. I love that idea. I think it'd be fun. I love that idea. Mm-hmm. You know, there's also something there. There's a mystery that uh, has come along that a mystery that people are talking about. There is. Um, there is one of the most important, perhaps the most important character to uh, a large group of people, yeah. uh, millennials, Zoomers, I think mostly millennials. Probably. That's missing. Mm-hmm. That's gone missing. And I mean, I know that they've got both the FBI and the CIA, both yeah. domestically and internationally. Reddit's are, going nuts. Reddit's going nuts. The Japanese <laughs> government has been contacted. Ooh. Inquiries have been made. Yeah. Chris, who and what is missing? Yoshi! Where the fuck is Green Yoshi? Okay. <laughs> this is this is something that I think is really fun, actually, is that in all of the footage we've seen of the Super Mario uh, Brothers movie that's been coming out, we have not seen any Green Yoshis. Why is that? I mean, come on. that's You can't have Mario without Yoshi. No, but I'm wondering then if this is a big deal, if we're going to have this be a rare Yoshi who hatches and then Mario befriends or something. Because right now we've just seen all the little, like, pink little dudes hanging out, all these other little guys. So I think this is so that we have a really, really big, distinct moment for our Yoshi. Because that's that's the species name. I think we all kind of forget all the time is they'll be like, these Yoshis, that's why there's Yoshi Island and stuff. But ours, namesake Yoshi, where is he? And why isn't he featured in the trailers well, more? I think it's because I, I, and he's going to be a big deal. You can see Yoshi throughout, through the years Aww. right there. And um, Well I, done, Taylor. I, thank you. Thank I, you. Oh my gosh. I don't know where Yoshi is. Yeah. Um, people are talking about it points to a clue as to maybe what what the movie might be about or at least some of the subject matter we're going to be dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, it's going to be interesting. And maybe that is like the F-14 in Top Gun Maverick. Oh, spoiler <laughs> alert. You know, when we finally get to Yoshi, maybe it's because they're in a war-torn enemy nation and they spy Yoshi in oh, a hangar. Maybe. And, I mean, um, this could even be a post credit situation where he gets an egg. You and then that? in the next movie, I hope not. I really hope that the Yoshi is in this movie. But maybe it's already overstuffed. We've got Donkey Kong. We've got all kinds of other characters in here. We have all the various Toad characters. Well, you know, there's there's a lot happening. So maybe they're going to hold off on Yoshi. I don't know, man. I think you got to put Yoshi in the movie. I mean, it looks like they're, they're giving us Mario's greatest hits mm-hmm. throughout the years. Mario throughout the years, yeah. you know. And first time we saw Mario was Donkey Kong. I can't speak to it. it that's got to be, what, 81 or 82? Something like that, yeah. I mean that's forty years of 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 Mario, mm-hmm. all all being touched on in this film. You gotta have Yoshi. Yeah. What are the odds, over or under? Oof. Over a fifty percent. Over or under fifty percent. The go, green oh, Yoshi's in the movie. I'll go over. I'll go I over. think I have to go over too. Yeah. I want to know what you guys think though. Is there a reason why we haven't seen Yoshi? Is it going to be a big reveal, or am I just making a way too big a deal out of this? Going, where is my little dinosaur? I don't think you're making too big of a deal. Dinosaurs are huge. Yeah. They're large, depending on... Yoshi's one of the smaller... He you know, is, smaller yeah. You can spectrum. write him. Yoshi's, I should mm-hmm. say. Well, hopefully we'll have an answer. I hope so. You know what else we're going to have an answer to? What? Well, this month, apparently, there's going to be the great unveiling. Mm-hmm. The future is going to be set. Mm-hmm. And that is... DC has confirmed when the rebooted superhero slate will be announced. The question is, they're going to have some... 
big event like Kevin Feige would have where they're going to have all us YouTube, well, maybe not us, but <laughs> other YouTube pundits go us. into a room like in a theater and they just give us, I mean, they can't show us footage because they haven't done anything yet. But, but you can do like that that old, uh, when we first saw the the phases you know, revealed by Feige of just that weird little PowerPoint presentation right. that we all lost our minds over of like, yeah. what? I There's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. They should have Henry Cavill introduce the slate just to fuck with people. Oh, I'd love that. It'd be great. But no, I think this is really exciting. Like I, for <laughs> one, I'm a huge proponent of planning is always good. And if you're planning a larger story that is going to not just be film after film after film and will wing it, the fact that they're going to be developing a DC universe from scratch, planning for 10 years, I like that. You know, I'm always banging on on this show and others, my own shows about authorship yeah. and how I want to see the fact that they're going to have a direction. And, you know, I don't think it's going to be everything's going to be James Gunn flavored. I think they're going to want to have different flavors of DC character, but yeah. but they're all going to live in the same universe. It's going to be like a Baskin Robbins. <laughs> That's right. It's going to be great. I, I think so, too. I mean, I'm really excited. And we saw this, I think, on the direct announced this. Yes. Uh, well, James Gunn had put on his Twitter account that uh, the slate is supposed to be ready to go, um, saying, quote, Peter and I have a DC slate ready to go, which we couldn't be more over the moon about. We'll be able to share some exciting information about our first projects at the beginning of the new year. So we're hoping that that is this month. That's what everyone's been speculating. By the end of this month, we should have that slate confirmed. Um, you know, in in carpentry terms, measure twice, cut once. Right. And so I think planning is very important because we've just been kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall for a long time with DC projects. And I'm really excited to have somebody really thoroughly mapping something out. And obviously there's room for change. There's room for pivots. You always have to do that. You know, uh, Murphy's Law, whatever could go wrong will. Absolutely. And, and but also in terms of of how they're going to build an interconnected universe. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm mostly. Obviously, we've seen when the when the Marvel Cinematic Universe is firing all on in on all cylinders, then we get. I mean, the one movie creates excitement for another film, exactly. And and then the meta story that's developing outside of all the individual movies, but we're seeing it. I mean, the whole Infinity Saga really worked pretty well from the first the end of the credits of the first Iron Man movie when Nick Fury shows up and says, "Let me talk to you about the Avengers Initiative." If they know where they're going, I mean, it's going to make it a much more satisfying experience in the long run. Oh, hard to agree. Yeah. So, well, that's very exciting. Is there anything that you are anticipating them announcing? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I'm curious. I think there's going to be some offbeat stuff that we have yet to expect. Things that they're going to announce and we're going to go, zoics? You know what? <laughs> really? Uh, and I'm looking forward to that because that's what James Gunn does. Yeah. I, I think we're going to get a few things that might be like, I'm curious as to how many they're going to announce. And are they going to have the filmmakers already chosen? Are they going to announce some rando? Ooh. We're going to do these movies. And then the first three are going to be done. Like, are they going to say we're doing a new Batman movie and Ben Affleck is directing? Mm -hmm. Are we going to do the Batman Deathstroke, the Terminator storyline? Are we going to? Oh. I don't know. I hope so. I, I would hope that they would announce at least their first three movies. I would imagine two of them are Superman and Batman, mm -hmm. and they announce the filmmakers. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. I think so. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping too. You know what else I'm hoping for? What? Well, I'll tell you when we get back from this message from our sponsor, the great people at HelloFresh. Guys, we want to take a second to thank a sponsor of this video, 
HelloFresh. Guys, you know, me and my wife, Anne, are both working professionals, and so sometimes coordinating dinner time can be a real pain. But with HelloFresh, it makes dinner time fun, easy, and nutritious. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Now, guys, we've all got New Year's resolutions and New Year's goals and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Skip the grocery store and take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. With HelloFresh, you get fast and fresh recipes. HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 15 minutes. Enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with Bernays sauce, or Southwest pork and bean burritos. So guys, go to HelloFresh.com slash Campia 21 and use the promo code Campia 21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Campia 21 and use the promo code Campia 21. And thanks to HelloFresh for sponsoring the first weekly hero in 2023, which now brings me to our issues. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we are okay yeah. together. Sometimes. I think this is one of those times where we're simpatico. We are. Oh, it would be a deal breaker, honestly. I know everything is subjective, but if when we were talking about this, if you had gone, you know what? I hate this comic. I would have oh. had a real issue with that. <laughs> I own the DC Absolute Edition oh, of hell this yes. comic, uh, the oversized, gorgeous edition. Uh, where uh, this was, of course, made into one of the uh, DC animated mm-hmm. film early on. We're talking about New Frontier, y'all. For a new year. Yeah. A new frontier. Darwin yeah. Cook's outstanding, what would you call this, retro 50s? Yeah. Throwback to the Silver Age, because this was published in 2004. Right. But it feels like something straight out of that era of comics. I mean, the art is just a love letter to that era. It's a love letter to DC as a whole. Ugh. I mean, the respect he pays to all of the denizens of DC is outstanding. I, I mean, mean, you can just tell he loves the source material. He loves And obviously, Darwin Cook is no longer with us. Yeah. Uh, but this, I remember getting this. I bought them individually, the issues individually when they're first coming out. I mean, look at these panels. There is, here's, you know, people have asked, I, uh, Taylor, keep this up for a second. <laughs> I understand and I really like Henry Cavill as Superman. Mm-hmm. But what was missing from Zack Snyder's Superman movies was this, the joy of the Man of Steel. I mean, it, there is, there, there's Superman and all, all the DC universe, really. I understand we went in this dark direction with the Dark Knight Returns and in the, yeah. the mid-80s, uh, Frank Miller style and, and Batman Year One and all that. But, you know, what I grew up with was a more... I don't know if you could call it more optimistic, but a, certainly a more bright mm-hmm. version of, and that's one of the things I liked about DC, and that's what was different than Marvel. You know, Marvel was so angsty. It was all, I don't feel good about my life and all this, whereas whereas DC, you know, you never had Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman have crisis of faith or suffering from ennui. I don't want to be a superhero. <laughs> but um, I'm I'm also kind of hoping that a little Darwin Cook, like this comic and something like this or some like superman for all seasons is a different kind of comic but this comic is sheer dc joy and i would hope that there's a little bit of this a little bit of what darwin cook brought into the dc uh comic universe that that it would 
it would rub off into what sort of James Gunn is doing. Now, I don't mean that it's still got to be a cool movie. For sure. You got to have the story there, but the aesthetic here is astounding. I mean, every page is breathtaking. And one of the things I, I mean, love again, look like, at this depiction oh, of Wonder Woman. This well, is badass. And he almost quit over the depiction of Wonder Woman because they wanted him to change this. Right. Because she has this kind of like power lifter build in this, right? She is thick with so many C's, and I'm here for it. This is how I think an Amazon should look. Oh, yeah. And the people at DC at first were like, no, no, no. We need a more svelte Diane. We need, you know, we need her to be a little more of the kind of aesthetic we usually have. And Darwin Cook was like, absolutely not. She is working in the jungle. She is saving battered women. She is a beast. Like, she's going to look this way, or you can have somebody else work on this. And uh, let me just tell you, if I, uh, if I, we were talking earlier about being young at a bar in L.A., if mm-hmm. I met someone like this, I would walk up to her and try and chat her up. Oh, hell yeah. I don't know if I would be have the skills to do so, but... That's the kind of lady I'd like to meet. That she she is my like picture for all fitness goals. But again, if you if you look at this artwork, it's so dynamic. Every the 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 action conveyed in this, and what I really love is the depth of the panel design here. Yes. And and Darwin Cooks. I mean, if if a if a comic artist was a, as director, this is a beautifully done. Again, look at the panels here. These are this is just incredible stuff. The 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 emotion, how much fun it is. Yeah. And again, the depth, there's always something happening in the foreground and the background. How they I, balance humor and really serious issues in this yes. too is phenomenally phenomenally well done. I mean, it's so balanced. It's an incredible piece of work. Mm-hmm. And you know, not that there's various iterations of this comic, but I have to, to look at look even look at look oh. at Hal Jordan there. So, again, look at that with the with the canyon in the background and just the the sense of the real sense of depth and dimension in these in this panel design so great but i, I if i could recommend a version it's expensive but it's oversized it's slip case if you can i don't even know if it's still in print Ooh. but the dc absolute edition of this comic is terrific mm-hmm. it's really really good it's it's so well done everyone's arc is so satisfying everyone's voice is done so clearly and with such integrity to the characters you never have a moment where it's oh this is darwin cook writing for batman this is darwin cook writing for superman they all sound like themselves and it has one of the best martian manhunter bits i've ever ever seen ever it's so good and it's a classic comic so if you guys haven't read it i mean please go to your local shop and pick this one up or get your very fancy version too yes the fancy schmancy Mm -hmm. version uh there it is there's the absolute (gasps) edition and look how can you not want this as part of your collection? Plus, Ugh, these absolute stunning. editions, when you first open them up, if you, if you get a shrink wrap version, they smell really good. That paper, the printing on this that. This is so lost to me. Logan did this with his action figures that he opened up and his books at Christmas, where he takes big whiffs of them. And oh, it's the yeah. only nice smell that I know of, because everyone only talks to me about bad smells. I just know that books and and new action figures smell amazing. Yeah, they smell amazing. This is it. Darwin Cook's. New Frontier, one of the great comics of the last 20 years. Actually, it's going to be more than 20 years soon, but this is something that belongs in any connoisseur, comic connoisseur's collection. Darwin Cook's New Frontier for a new year. Yeah. Check out a New Frontier. Uh, you know what else you can check out? What? You can check out a hot toy that I bought that I had not opened until today, which it seems to be a running theme. Did you get that me. nice new smell? I... I got the nice new spell. It was yes. still in the shipper box. Ooh. Although I have to say, 
because this is a die cast figure, it doesn't. It still smells great, mm -hmm. but less so than some other figures. Can you explain what die cast means to our? A audience? die cast is metal. Okay. It's a die die cast a die cast kind of a metal. That's what I I've loved die cast since I bought Corgi and Dinky toys when I was a kid, and also Bandai or it was Poppy back then. Mm. I love die cast Japanese super robot toys. Any die cast Japanese, whether it's anything from Macross or Gundam or yeah. bring on the die cast. So, but this. Hot Toys started doing a die-cast line of these figures. You'll know them when you see them. And shot by our own Taylor Gonzalez. And there might even be a guest star in this episode <gasps> or issue. Check it out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, however you identify across these, the 28 known galaxies. Nicely done. Thank you. That was so hard. I am here with Rob, the newest member of the Tracksuit Mafia. Rob. <laughs> <laughs> What do you have for us today? Well, you know, it's a new year, and for me at least, a new hot toy. Uh, I opened mine, finally. This Taylor might be one of the greatest hot toys ever made. It's part of their die-cast Iron Man line. This is an Endgame Iron Patriot figure. This is probably top five of all-time figures for me. I didn't, obviously, all these light up, but you have to put like 12 batteries in it, and they burn out in seconds. Um, this is one chonky boy. This is all die cast, I mean, with plastic accoutrements. He's bristling with weapons. Um, this thing, you could, you, could, you could build up your biceps curling this thing. Uh, I, am, I am a huge fan of these die cast figures. And, of course, this is Don Cheadle as Rhodey uh, in this suit. And I have to say, you know, I always give Hot Toys a lot of shit for not make, making enough uh, people of color. But they actually have a pretty good track record of doing so more so than a lot of people do. And uh, this, I gotta show this to you. This is one of the greatest head sculpts Hot Toys has ever done. There's Don Cheadle as Rhodey. Rhodey Rhodes. Rhodey, um, not Rhodey Rhodes, but he is so great. This figure, look at that head sculpt. One of the great head sculpts in Hot Toys history. Really uh, can't wait. They're doing another equally great Anthony Mackie head sculpt on their upcoming Captain America figure. But as you can see, this is bristling with weapons. Uh, I tried to put him in a decent action pose. I love this figure. This is why I buy Hot Toys figures. Um, you know, this, this harks back to my love of die-cast Japanese super robots from the 70s. God damn, I love this figure. I mean, look at this figure. I, I mean, honestly, I have a physiological reaction. I can't go much into it than that, but I look at this, and let me just say my blood pumps uh, to various regions of my body looking at this. It makes me that happy, dude. I love this figure. And by the way, if I was a kid, this figure could destroy any other action figure ever, ever. I mean, look at this thing, dude. Come on. This is an amazing figure. <laughs> the time has arrived, dude. Welcome. Wow. Wow. Okay, I was eyeing this figure for the longest time. Man, this thing looks incredible. Isn't it incredible? Look, other than the Mark II, War Machine, Iron Patriot, it has worn the best suits, I think, in the MCU. I agree. No matter what version it is. I agree. This one took me by surprise when he came out in Endgame. I was like, how chonky is this thing? It is chonky. You know, shout out to Justin. Shout yeah. out to Justin from Justin's collection. We stole the word chonky right what, from him. What, what I do want to, uh, one of my requirements now, you know I'm a 12 scale collector, is LEDs now. Right. 
And you know, I just got that three zero Iron Patriot one twelve scale, which is awesome, and lights up. So ah, uh, if we only had batteries, uh, I would know, love the to see the lights. Is, there's so many. So on these Iron Man figures, there's lights in the chest, there's lights in the head, there's lights on the the repulsors. Uh, there's lights all over this figure. It's just you have to put them each in individually. And they're really, to be honest, they're watch batteries and they're individualized and they're a pain in the ass. Maybe one day I would love it if they would get, um, a figure out a way to do some kind of, if you could just plug it in via USB or something and, and have it all light up at once. I, I have a, um, a custom figure like that, but. Can I? Yeah, you got to just be careful because the base. Oh, okay, no, 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 no I just wanted to feel that a little oh. bit. The presence, the presence of this figure on your shelf, dude. This will be the center piece right here. It's look so how good. big he is. Look at the back detail and everything. Did you get that, Taylor? No, spin it. Look spin at all it. the. Oh wow! How much did you say this one was? Well, I got a great deal on this because it was on sale, but it retails for like four fifty. It's really expensive, but they had them on sale for like three hundred bucks. Do you think Hot Toys would ever do a, a, a gray version, like just a plain version? I don't know if they're going to do a gray version of Iron Patriot. They did make an Endgame war machine that wasn't an Iron Patriot war machine. But I just, to me, give me more guns. This thing has more guns on it. I mean, come on. Oh, oh my, my God, you're just missing Rocket. That's it on his oh. shoulder right here? Well, you know what? I have ro I have Rocket, and I will bring him in and display him that way. You know what? In the meantime, I just saw a raccoon run by. We could just grab it and put it on his shoulder. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Great figure. Happy New Year, everyone. Awesome, man. Right there. I'm stealing this one for sure. Man, I just like the fact that I have a place to bring these figures. I mean, I can, the ones that aren't already in the Maja case at home, I can bring them here, open them up, put them out They're somewhere. Basically, a tax write off at this point, Rob. Oh, they all are. Yeah. I mean, everything, I all, the, all my disposable income is a tax write off. Yeah. All of it. Same. Uh, if I'm not, you know, paying for mortgage or power or internet. It's, you know, yeah. toys, models, things. Content anyway, for you, people. Content for you. That's what we're out here to do. Mm -hmm. Well, Chris, you know what that takes us to? The point in the show where we get to hear from you. Yes. And all those people out there that are watching The Weekly Hero who come to us the 16th time. Mm -hmm. Although we didn't all really do live chats the first couple. No, because so. we pre-recorded. And we skipped a week when I went to Texas. It's true. But we're back now. So should we hear from our loyal yeah. viewers? We've got those super chats open, you guys. We still have them open, right? They're oh, close. no, we don't. I'm a liar. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Starting the new year strong. Lying to you. From Jonathan Schultz. Do you think there's a possibility that we could see flashback scenes of alternate realities of Kang killing Avengers in Ant-Man 3? Maybe even Avengers we haven't even seen before? Thanks and bring on the filthy. Oh, I do. Yeah. I mean, he says, he even said that in the first trailer. Mm -hmm. or, or not maybe in some, he says, I, uh, have I killed, have you, before? killed you before? I think, you know what? Now that you bring that up, I think that's what we're going to see. We talked about there's going to be some OF moments mm -hmm. in the trailer. That could be interesting. I think so. And we touched about this on the main show, too, today. Variants are going to play a huge role when it comes to Kang's storyline. Because yes. that's... That's his whole thing. So I don't think that'll be limited to just seeing multiple Kangs. I think we will see different iterations of our other heroes. I agree 100%. That mm -hmm. is a great hypothesis. I yeah. believe in it. Awesome question. Thank you. From Al Renshaw. Has the crew seen the Waffle House Wendy fight video? I swear I've seen that so many times. It's hilarious. I haven't, but I love a Waffle House. Yeah, I, Wendy fight video. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, no. I guess Wendy's fighting. Maybe. 
I don't know. We'll have to Google it. Well, I'm going to have to Google it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Taylor, I'll... do you know anything about this? No, I don't. Okay. From Al Renshaw, one of two. I was afraid it was too good to last. Nothing lasts forever. We may not be your real family, but we all, all, but all we want is for you to be happy. Uh, be your just right. But if it's getting you that wish, you, sorry, uh, you're just right. But if getting you that wish will make you happy, then we will help you. Come on, boys. Saw Puss in Boots three times and loved it. Oh, is that a line from the movie, Tay? Yeah, it's oh, such a sweet movie. No, you guys, we have to see it soon. We have to see it. I'm excited to see it with you. Yeah, I mean, as long and Al, clearly you've made uh, Mr. Gonzalez very happy yeah. today. By yeah, that makes me very happy. I'm I jealous. Can... I've only seen it one time. I need to catch up. Can I confess something to you, Taylor? Uh oh. Oh, you saw it without me. No, I've never seen any of the Puss in Boots stuff. Oh, that's okay. You don't have to have seen the first one to see this okay. one. Okay. Yeah. Should I? Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. While eating eggs, because Humpty Dumpty's in the first one. Oh, okay. Cruel. <laughs> From Al Renshaw again. National Treasure series and acting in it is solid. Oh, we were just talking about that dropping. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but I, at first somebody said it wasn't good, mm-hmm. and then all. That was the only time I. Then people have been telling me it's good to yeah. watch it, and that Nicholas Cage is his his arrival is eminent. Oh, I hope so. And Taylor, you said it's better than Willow. So what a great review. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good I don't know review, that though. that's a great review, but it, it's okay. It's not uh, the dumpster fire that I was expecting after Willow. Uh, I tapped out of Willow. I can't do it. But National Treasure, it's it's okay. The last episode, I think it's the latest one. Uh, they did, yeah, name drop Nicolas Cage. So I'm hoping he shows up. Um, I forgot that character's name, but Justin Bartha, his, his character from the movies, he's mm-hmm. in it now. So I think we're getting there, hopefully. Nice. That's good. Uh, Spoofa Man gave me an update on that fight video. Um, they say, to explain, in the video, a customer throws a chair at an employee and said employee catches it and immediately throws it on the floor. Oh, Legitimately badass. I have seen that video. Oh, okay, I have not. It's still going to Google it. It's amazing. Okay. When I first saw it, I'm like, is that real? Because mm. it looks, I mean, she catches it like a boss. Hell yeah. Like a boss. I'm excited to see this. It's good. <gasps> Thank you, Spoofa Man, for explaining that to me. I appreciate you. From CJ Rebirth. One thing I loved in No Way Home was Toby uh, Peter still being with his MJ. So my headcanon is the amazing Spider-Man Peter eventually meets his MJ. That would have been uh, Shailene Woodley. Uh, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. You know, that could be kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Love to see that happen. I wonder if they'd still keep that casting if they move forward with his Spider-Man movies. I don't know. That'd be. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I hope they do. I, For some reason, I'm really stuck on this idea they're going to make Spider-Man 4 over at Sony. Yeah. I just don't know if they would do that if they're still going to team up with Marvel on the Spider-Man films mm-hmm. themselves. Like, would they have? Would they make one of those? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, we'll see. I mean, we're yeah. getting a Craven and Madam Web, and I finally come to grips with Madam Web. I'm still confused by that movie. <laughs> I still don't know what we're we'll seeing. See but good. hey, hey, it'll be fun. From Jonathan Schultz. As much as I love the DCU updates from James Gunn on social media, do you think that that could backfire for him at some point? Maybe him saying something wrong and having to backpedal? It worries me a bit. Look, I don't think James Gunn is is making social media posts willy-nilly. I think he asked if it was okay that he does this and engages the fans. I think part of James Gunn's appeal as the head of DC Films, along with Peter Safran, is that he will engage Mm-hmm. I think it's going to become, and, and and I think that everything that he says must go through publicity. He's he's even though he's the head of of DC Films, uh, heads of studios also have to be very mindful. There's never been a head of a studio that's been engaging like he has ever. 
And so I think that uh, what he's doing is very coordinated and very, um, not that it's not genuine, but I think it, it very much is done on purpose and exactly. it's done with the full blessing of the powers that be at Warner Brothers. I don't think he is tweeting without having had several meetings confirming what he is allowed to say. Yep. Um, James Gunn has become also very, very cautious on Twitter, deletes tweets after a certain amount of time. I think they automatically just do that as well. You know, he is doing his tweeting very thoughtfully. So it's not going to just be like a, well, listen, you fucking nerds, I'm going to do a Lobo movie today. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> it could. We'll find oh, out. All I can see James Gunn drowning his sorrows. Oh, it's not supposed to say that. Oh, I thought this was my burner account shit. Oops. Oh. No, I think it's. I think it's okay, and it won't backfire on him because before he tweets, it's been vetted. I think so. All right. From CJ Rebirth. I entered 2023 by watching Tony's snap scene for Endgame. I also love that the music playing when Nebula helps Tony sleep plays again at his funeral. Mm-hmm. That's it's a good nice stuff. Moment. I'm a huge fan. I mean, Infinity War and Endgame, to me, will go down in history as two of the greatest accomplishments of fantasy cinema of all time. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that without... Right, that, and that's no, there's no hyperbole. I agree. I honestly believe that. Mm-hmm. From uh, Jonathan Schultz. When are we going to see live action Beta Ray Bill? When indeed, Jonathan. That's what I want. Uh, look, I would expect, I just think that we'll see everybody in Secret Wars. Yeah. I mean, it, look, it, whether it's Doctor Doom or Beyond or Doctor Doom or whatever, I think we're going to see, it's Gary Oldman in the in Leon, the professional. Mm, everyone. Everyone. <laughs> Maybe in Guardians 3, we'd get a little post credit You know what? I could see James Gunn wanting to introduce Beta Ray Bill in Guardians 3. Yeah, just before he leaves, be like, and also this horse-faced character. Right. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's with Yoshi right now. Could be with Yoshi. Where the fuck is Yoshi? From Marie Seifring. Will Quantumania make more or less than Thor Love and Thunder? What is your read on people's level excitement? Um, Within my little nerd bubble... People are very excited about Quantumania because of it seeming like it's not the typical filler movie for for Ant-Man storylines, right? Like we were talking about, it's going to have a lot of heft and weight to what's going to happen in this phase in a cinematic universe that's kind of seemed to lost its footing. So most people I know are really excited about it. That being said, a lot of people who I'm friends with who aren't hardcore comic book fans loved the shit out of Thor Love and Thunder and want more of that content. So... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, if Peyton Reed has said he wanted to make an Avengers-level event film and that he was tired of doing palate cleansers, cleansers, Mm -hmm. like, I love the Ant-Man movies. I really do. I love them both. And I love probably the second one equally as much as the first. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, turning it into an Avengers-level threat, I mean, what a way to kick off Phase 5. I think, um, look, I hope it's awesome. I really want it to be awesome. I really do. Same. From Glenn Mark. Hi, Glenn. Chris Carr Appreciation Month, KKM. <laughs> Number wow. one. Uh, gender Swap the Villain in Lion King. I know just the voice actor for the job. Chris Scar. <laughs> I could sing Be Prepared. Chris Scar. Be great. Glenn Mark, now a published author. Yeah. Hi, Glenn. Thanks for watching. From CJ Rebirth again. Also went to a comic uh, comic store called Excelsior Collectibles that's closing soon, sadly, as well as starting to play Spider-Man uh, on the PS4 and seeing Stan Lee's cameo. <gasps> I love the PS4 Spider-Man game. I think it is one of the best Spider-Man stories of all time. I think it's one of the best Spider-Man movies of all time. Oh, yeah. 
It's so well done. It's a great, it's a great, um, <gasps> great game. By the way, it's I want to give a shout out to my own local comic book store, a shop called Quest, where I actually got that Moon Knight pop that's on that desk. Ooh, I haven't even checked this out yet. I'm so yeah, far you can away see that it comes with Moon Knight's first. Uh, in Marvel Spotlight, his first, it's not the actual issue. Yeah, but it's cool. But it's looking. a reproduction. Yeah, that that was the first Moon Knight solo story uh, in Marvel Spotlight. And how you know, I went in there. I went in there actually to get a Christmas present. I wanted to get a um, a uh, a gift certificate for Sophie, and you know, I had to buy that Red Sun Superman, and yeah. I had to get that pop. Can I lift this? Yeah, I didn't know. I mean, Mego, the revised Mego has come out, and when I saw that Red Sun Superman, I'm like. That's oh, great. I, 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 I'm, I don't collect eight eight inch figures, but I'm like, you know what, Red Sun, I'll buy that. So yeah, I bought That's those cool two one. things for myself. I go into buy Christmas presents and walk out with stuff for myself, which oh, by the way is the worst thing to do around Christmas. Yeah. Don't ever do that. That's what I constantly do. But shop called Quest. Look it up. Find out where it is. They're a great a great store. We love going in there. Nice. From Alan S. Hi, Robin, Chris. Hi. I wanted to share that your last Weekly Hero episode really warmed my heart. You both have such great energy, and it makes me happy seeing you both happy. Happy New Year. Aw, Alan. That's very nice, Alan. It it was so lovely, because I missed you a bunch. Going through and reading the comments from our last video, the one we pre-recorded. Oh, oh right. Everyone, with the Batman With the video. Batman video. I embarrassed myself. Oh, I love the Batman video. But how happy you were getting my gift that I didn't screw up. Oh, by the I, way, I also put it in my my uh steelbook protector i have the it's in a steelbook protector sleeve hell yes okay i made the cut i did it well no i mean i and I, the, see, see the thing is you can't not here's a here's a thing guys girls gentle beings kind souls however you identify across mm-hmm. these 28 known galaxies uh if you stream to be anywhere in a room with chris carr is to feel joy oh as when the world was new by the way that was a star trek reference that's two. Two today. Two in 2023. Shh, don't tell John. Oh, my God. I, honestly, I expected more. Well, well it's we'll coming. Open mic. It's yeah. coming because it's card true, season three, February 16th Boom. on Paramount+. Plus. I have a lot okay. to say. It's so good. <laughs> All right. From Garrett. I saw the Fablemans over the weekend. I have to say that I was almost crying at that scene when Mitzi crawls out of the closet. No spoilers. Oh. 10 out of 10. I still haven't seen it. You got to see it. I I I I, I, I need my screeners. I feel mixed about it though. However, yeah. online, it's so wild that that Steven Spielberg got David Lynch to play John Ford in the movie, the director David Lynch. Yeah, and it's based on a scene from his. Oh, I mean, the whole movie's based on stuff mm-hmm. from his own life. But it's a it's a great it's a great scene that I read about for a long time. But to see, it was such an inspired choice to get David Lynch to play John Ford. I loved Aww. it. I'm excited about it. My mom didn't like it. And I'm really, I really need to see it so I can argue with her. Oh, because I just feel like there's no way I won't like this film. I, you know, I wanted to like it more. Okay. Rob, how how great was the final shot of the movie, though? Oh, it was great. I can't say what it is. Hmm. Also, I think we froze. Are we frozen? What do you guys have on your end? Just, We're just, just stare at each other. <laughs> uh, let me get done with it. <laughs> <laughs> we're, back. Okay, we're, we're, we're back. back. Yeah. Yeah. My my mom my we're mom's working. critique. This is a, a, her hot take was that Michelle Williams was trying too hard to be Liza Minnelli. Oh, uh, you know what? I I accept that criticism. Okay. I, I don't think you're wrong. It. That was the only note she gave me. So all right. All right. What else we got? I'm a big cabaret fan. I love cabaret. Oh, so do I. Feel great. Come on, uh, Jerry Vester again. Do you guys think Gal Gadot is still Wonder Woman? No, I don't. I don't either. Yeah. I think they're going to go in a different direction. 
And look, I mean, Gal Gadot did get, again, she had her little trilogy, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Mm -hmm. She had Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman uh, 1984. I mean, I liked Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman a lot. I think she did great. I do too. But she, again, she is a she's a, a, a part of another universe, mm -hmm. a, a universe that they're going to say occurred, like exactly. in the in the multiverse or whatever. That universe exists, mm -hmm. and I bet once one day they'll go back there. If they need variants. Who knows? Exactly. All things are possible. Everyone can come back. Jeffrey Lindenblatt. What do you think are the five most important characters or objects that were created outside the comic book world later added into the comic world? Ooh. My God, that's a that's a vast. I've got two off the top of my head. We okay. already mentioned Harley, and that's one. Right. She starred in the animated series and then obviously has become such a staple. Um, but then uh, Mr. Freeze, because we first had Mr. Zero, who then got repurposed into Mr. Freeze in the live action Adam West show. And then it wasn't until the animated series that we got the version of Victor Freeze that we all view as headcanon with the whole story with Nora and her blood disease and everything. And I think that's probably the one that I think is one of the coolest things that we've gotten from like outside sources to comic Yeah, books. I mean, I, I can't really, off the top of my head, I can't, I can't really think of one. I'd have to delve into that. I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm trying to think of objects, too. I mean, objects that were outside of the comic realm yeah. that became comic realm. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. That's a great I question mean, that I, I, mean, I would need to think on. Yeah, I don't I, I don't have an answer to that. I would have to mm -hmm. think about that. Mm -hmm. That You put me on the spot. Yeah. What a great question. Great question. Who? The J Thunder 45. Happy New Year to you both. Happy New Year to you, J Thunder. Uh, have either of you read the new run on World's Finest? Just caught got caught up and loved it. Or am in love, excuse me. Dan Mora's art is fantastic. I have not, but I mean, I don't collect modern comics until they're collected into omnibus or hardcover That's form. What I usually do too. If they, if they do, though, because I, there's a couple of runs, I have a list. I'm going to add that to my list because I would love to read a new run of, of World's Finest. Yeah. I really would. I had double checks. So I was like, Dan Mora, and this is Abrams. Oh. Yes. I was like, wait a second. Just too many dance. But yeah, I'll have to check that out too. Uh, Jonathan Schultz, plastic man to kick off DCU. Laugh my ass off. Okay, actually, <laughs> hold up. Have you read Gail Simone's 2018 plastic man run, who she writes with the voice of Ben Schwartz in mind? I would love to see a Ben Schwartz plastic man movie. You, you know what? I, I not to kick off the DC not to kick universe, but I could see them doing it. That's mm -hmm. a great idea. He's a super fun character. <laughs> they do weird, weird stuff. Yeah, you could make a bizarre. I could even see James Gunn directing a plastic yeah. man movie. I think it'd be fun. So yeah, I don't think you should use that as your launching point, but I want to see it. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Good idea. From Elizabeth Harado, really missed you both during the holiday week. Oh, we missed you guys too. Yeah, I was I was bummed. We all talked about hanging out, and then we all also, I think, were like, we're just going to hide in our houses for like a week. Yeah, it's true. Which was really nice, honestly. I, I know. But we did do a pre-recorded Weekly Hero for we everybody. We did, yeah. We were thinking of you. Exactly. So if you haven't watched that one last week, we did drop an episode on Monday. It will truly warm the coldest of hearts. If you're a Grinch, you'll just be like, oh. We must protect Robert. <laughs> yeah, I was I was a little uh, taken. I mean, I did wait four <laughs> years to get that Batmobile. Yeah. Four years. So I mean, happy. literally ordered it four years ago. It also probably didn't help that we did member chat shots. Yes. Per John Campia. Per John Campia. We were true. instructed by our boss 
Oh, I got rid of my photo. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just hanging out in both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but thanks. Thanks for being here today. Daniel Vacara again. Uh, second, the world. Oh, this is the part. Uh, world's finest shout out. The final page of issue 10 blew my mind and improves an all time great story. The best big two ongoing comic right now. Ooh, Ooh that's, high that's praise, okay, Daniel. Daniel. Okay. I got to look into that. Yeah. Order that. I hope there's a hardcover omnibus. Mm-hmm. Probably not if it's still running. Yeah. You're gonna have to wait on that a little bit. Yeah. From Vixter5001, great to have you both back to help keep me smiling through another year. Most anticipated TV series for this year? Well, I've already seen Picard season three, which, by the way, surprising. I mean, I can't sing the praises enough Mm -hmm. of Picard season three. I might have seen it all the way through a third time. (sighs) Don't tell the people at Paramount Plus because they like to tell me to take down my tweets. And Paramount Plus, Star Trek and Paramount Plus, I blocked me on Twitter. Well, they're, they're not watching They pre-block me on Twitter. I'm talking great about their show. Uh, For All Mankind Season 3. Oh, yeah. I still need to watch that show, period. Yeah. I don't watch any of it. I'm the, I'm the last one, I think, who hasn't watched it. The Last of Us? I, the Last of Us is Come the one on. I'm so excited about. I can't wait for that. It looks incredible. Oh. And I have to say, I'm really, really excited for Marvel's Secret Invasion. Mm. Because I've read the scripts, as I keep saying, name drop, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I love what they did with that. You you showed me a page from that, and I am devastated and excited. And <laughs> this Please graphic don't do forever. That. This graphic no, no, forever. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. New, but, new, new. Oh, yeah. Secret Invasion is going to be wild. I think it's going to be lit, as Taylor would say. Yeah. Yeah, lit. As the kids say. <laughs> from Daniel Vacara, the Darwin Cook iFanboy interviews are must watches. Ooh, I'll check those out. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen those. I'll watch those. Awesome. Love an interview. Uh, from Daniel Vaccaro again. It, thank you for all your support today, Daniel. You're a rock star. It can't be ignored that Darwin Cook did address very real and societal issues in it. Uh, the John Henry story with the branch breaking was shamelessly ripped off with no credit given in the Watchmen show. Oh, that's absolutely true. I, you know what? I always forget about that. But yes, yeah, it absolutely is. No, Darwin Cook was, I mean, to me, what's really interesting about the New Frontier if you want to address uh, social justice or you want to address issues, they do so, or Darwin Kirk does so, in a wonderful way in that comic. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's what that's what great speculative fiction can do. You can absolutely address social issues or social justice, but it's it's got to be part of the story. Mm-hmm. It's got to be it's got to be organic. It's in the DNA of the tale being told. And he does a wonderful job addressing many different issues in that comic. Oh, absolutely. And it's a lot more palatable, too, to read something through the lens of fiction, through the lens of a comic book, right? Because sometimes when somebody just specifically spells out social issues to you, it can feel preachy or it can feel very, very biased or... I know, condescending sometimes too, yes. and and the way he approaches issues is just so well done. Really well done, um, and you do hear from both sides in a lot of things yes, too. Yes, you do. Um, so you can come to your own conclusion on a lot of things. Wonderful storytelling, mm-hmm. and that is it. That's, That's it. That's it. Oh my gosh, we finished early. Who are we? We're, new year, new us. Well, you're the enchantress of effervescence. That's true. I mean, what can I say? And you're the Duke of Dopeness. I'm the Duke of Dope Discord. Discord. The vice. I think it's just dopeness in general. I, well, thank you. Dopest Duke that. I know. Well, you know, I think it's great. I'm really looking forward to another. I mean, we should have 52 issues this year. Yeah. I assuming we don't get canceled. 
<laughs> in the Don't middle. Don't cancel us. So watch this show. Like, subscribe to this channel. Smash that like button. Yeah, do that. Smash and uh, this this brings us to the end. Can you believe it? Uh, Chris mm-hmm. Carr, where can people find you online if they're not watching this channel? Oh, RMB, thank you so much for asking. You can find me at actor Chris Carr on both Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me in my studio, Speak Friend Studio, on Instagram, or that's our website URL if you're interested in voiceover. I've got an advanced voiceover class coming up soon, so if you've already taken some voiceover acting classes or you've done voiceover before, come sign up with me. I've got an intro boot camp coming up next month. I'm going to be doing some fun workshops throughout the year, so uh, follow me so you can do voiceover stuff with me. It'd be rad. That would be rad. Where can people find you, RMB? Well, people can find me here, or you can find me on, of course, the Designing Hollywood podcast, which is going to be a new one up this week. We have one, uh, Deborah Snyder, who did the costumes for Titanic and Avatar. Mm. Burn up the charts. Check that out. Uh, you can find me on my own YouTube channel, The Burnett Work, or find me on Instagram at BurnettRM. Actually, that's Twitter, BurnettRM. Instagram is RMBurnett. So find me any of those oh. places. Hit me up. Slide into my DMs. I never check my Instagram messages. It's terrible. I haven't got into that. Oh, figure that yeah. out yet as an old man. I'm like, oh, are there, can you message people on Instagram? But anyway, I'm kidding. Of course, I knew that. But find us. Yeah. And we will, of course, be back next week with issue 17 of, I guess, you know what, next week we should probably find out, what's your favorite ep- issue 17 of a comic We need run? to prepare for that question. Yeah, we need to, yeah. you know, I don't know. But happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. Thanks for being here, y'all. Bye. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.